bringing it home with Sarah and Tennille. Hey, Sarah. Hey, friend. How are you doing today? Ooh, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. We're still social distancing a bit, so we're not together. I, I, I can't believe we're still not together. <laughs> but we're almost there. We are almost back we together. Are, we are. And we're looking forward to that day. We are. I'm ready to see you. Yes, yes. We've not seen each other in a very long time. But <laughs> we've got something that we've got to observe, even though we're social distancing. And this is a holiday that I don't think most people knew existed. Well, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't either. I'll just tell you. But this coming Sunday, which I believe is the 28th of June, is yes. Insurance Awareness Day. Yes, I definitely didn't know this existed, but... Man, that's something we all need to look at. Were you aware that there was an insurance awareness day? (laughs) No. No, me either. you know, we've learned a lot through this time of quarantine and social distancing. I tell you what, you've got time to look up every observance that there is. And so, you know, insurance is one of those topics that we don't spend a lot of time thinking about or talking about. But now that we're home more, we're still a little bit more. Let's talk about it. Let's think about it. So... Let's bring in somebody who knows a lot more about insurance than we do. How about that? An expert. Yes. We have got Andrea Bond Johnson with us. Hi, Andrea. Hello. How are you all today? Oh, we are wonderful. Let let me just tell y'all, I call her the fabulous Andrea Bond Johnson. I always preface it with the fabulous because she is. (laughs) I mean, she is every woman. She she's a, a she's a daughter. She's a wife. She's a mother. She's a cancer survivor. She's CEO of Golden Circle Insurance Company in Brownsville, Tennessee. Uh, she's a political candidate. She's so many things, Sarah. She wears a lot of hats, and she's good at all of them. She is. That's why I call her the fabulous. And we love her mom and dad. That's important to say. We oh, love yes. them, so we can't help but love her too. <laughs> But we need to know about insurance, Andrea, because uh, this isn't something that uh, we we spent a lot of time thinking about. Now, you know, we're homeowners, and so we automatically have our homeowners insurance. We've got that covered. But a lot of people are not homeowners yet. So what about this population? Do they really need some kind of insurance to cover their belongings? Oh, absolutely. So there uh, is something called renter's insurance. Mm -hmm. So it basically covers their content. So if you have spent a lot of money in furnishing your home on different items or appliances, you can get renter's insurance that will cover uh, your contents. Because if a fire happens or uh, if a tornado comes, you want to make sure that you will be reimbursed for all of that money that you've spent on your furniture and the items inside your 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 home or your apartment is going to be reimbursed and covered because you don't want to start over from zero. So you definitely need to have insurance to cover your belongings inside the home if you own the home or not. And also you do need liability coverage. So liability is saying if you are having something at your house or if somebody just comes by your apartment or your house and if they trip and fall, Mm. They can say, oh, my goodness, you guys, y- your floor was wet, and that's why I fail, and I'm going to sue you. You're going to have to pay oh. all of my, my medical expenses. Well, the liability, yeah, the liability <laughs> coverage will protect you so that they possibly cannot, uh, you know, attach or try to get your personal assets. 
So absolutely, if you are renting an apartment or a house, you definitely need renter's insurance because it's going to protect you and your belongings. I just don't think we've thought about that because, you know, I think about well, the landlord owns the home or the apartment building. So if, if fire happened, I wouldn't have to worry about the structure. But what about my things, my stuff? Exactly right. Wow. A lot of people don't think about that because that landlord is not covering the things that you own inside the building. Right. You know, your furniture, your clothes, you know. Um, So just a lot of stuff that you have to think about that you have worked hard to purchase that's now inside your home. And if if it's destroyed, you, you need to get your money back on that stuff so you can start over again. Well, let me ask this question. If you are a homeowner... Um, how often should you uh, update your insurance coverage? We need to update okay. our coverage? Yes, you do. Oh. You do. So annually, <laughs> usually. Putting that on the list. <laughs> annually, your homeowner's insurance is going to renew. And you should talk to your agent at least once every year to let them know, okay, I have a new roof on my house. That can change the premium. Or if I have added different alarm systems or any kind of security items to the home that can affect your premium because the more things that you have that's going to secure your house fire alarms burglar alarms you can get discounts on your premium yeah you can get discounts on your premium so say if you had the home and you did not have the alarm system at that time you need to make sure your agent knows even before the year is up you can let them know so they can give you a discount on your premium. Yes, absolutely. Oh. So you need yeah. to do it at least annually. Okay. Annually. Mm-hmm. And, and because, and then you have to think about also the homeowners is covering your contents inside. Suppose you have just purchased a baby grand piano or something, mm. and you need to make sure that your insurance knows that you have that in there because that's going to increase your coverage on your contents to okay. include your new baby grand piano. Or think about this, ladies, with your jewelry, you want to make sure your diamonds and your gold and everything that's covered. And sometimes you can do something that they call scheduling your items. So if you have a very nice um, piece of jewelry, you need to make sure that they know that because they will ask you for your appraisal on that. And um, that is that's additional coverage that you need to think about. So do I make copies of receipts uh, when I add something of value to my home? And do I have to submit a copy of the receipt or just call and tell them typically that I have something? You know what? That's actually a very smart thing to do, to make a copy of it and, and of the receipt and call your agent immediately and say, this is what I have. And I need to make sure that this will be covered in my homeowner's insurance. Great. Great. That, that's, a, that's a very good idea. Most people don't do that. But they really should. They really should. Because that means the agent will have a copy of their receipt of where you purchased it and what you paid for it. So if anything happens, we can say, no, listen, our, our client gave us this information and she needs to be reimbursed for this, this, and this. And things depreciate, of course. Yes. But you still will have that receipt showing what you, know, what you paid for. It. Wow. I so- think that goes along the lines of making sure that you have um, – a contents list of things in your home if something is to happen because mm-hmm. you know like my parents had a the tornado hit their house and one of the hardest things that we had to do was go through room by room by room and list what was in there 
you know, you don't remember everything. (laughs) And and most people don't think to do that. And I mean, you know, and and it is, it's it's helpful to know what you have. Uh, And and once you've gone through that, like you said, with your parents, then you kind of think for the next time I'll be prepared. But until it happens. Yeah, exactly right. Just have some pictures of things. So one more question about like homeowners insurance. Uh, We have more floods now than we ever have. I don't remember having flooding like this when I was growing up, but now it seems like flooding happens pretty often. Um, Is that something that's automatically included uh, in my homeowners or is that a separate policy that I need to look at if I don't have it? Absolutely. It is a separate policy. Flooding is not automatically included in your homeowner's policy. You you will have to purchase flood insurance separately. Okay? Mm. So some carriers will offer flood, but still it's a separate policy. Okay. Uh, and see, this is what happens. If you think about, I remember Hurricane Katrina and so many things that happened. People did not have flood insurance. The insurance companies were not paying. That's when the government had to step in and try to help all these people that were that were affected by the, the mm-hmm. major hurricane. And even in little, I'm in Brownsville, remember when we had that that flood that came in Haywood County? I mean, you know, yes. I think they called it the 100 year flood. Mm-hmm. And people were like, what in the world is happening? Yeah. yeah, most folks did not have flood insurance. So there are some areas that are listed that, um, and it says they're in a flood zone. Most mm-hmm. banks, like if you have a mortgage, the mortgage company will say, listen, your home is in a flood zone. Therefore, you must have flood insurance. Oh. Most people, yeah, most people don't just get it unless their mortgage company insists that they have it. Right. Oh, but wow. you just never know when a flood will happen. I mean, you know, that was just the strangest thing, that 100-year flood. People that were not in flood zones were flooded. <laughs> we're getting those every couple you know? of years now, Andrea. 100-year <laughs> 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 storms, 100-year. Every couple. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, okay, so so auto insurance, when do we need okay. to look at updating that? Do we need to take another look at that? Uh, absolutely. Your auto insurance, you really should check on that at least every six months with your agent because uh, anytime you get a new vehicle, you know you need to notify your agent so they can add that onto your policy. Uh-huh. If you have a new driver in the house, you need to make sure that driver is listed on the policy. So you so every six months is pretty good to just take a look at it is and to uh, examine and see if you need to make any changes. But if you don't, then that's fine. You don't have to contact your agent. But at least every six months to a year, you need to you know kind of update your auto insurance. Well, let's about auto insurance. We know we have to have by law. You've got to have liability, and a lot of mm-hmm. people also add collision. So yes. Is there a benefit to having comprehensive auto insurance? I mean, what does that protect against? So collision usually comes with comprehensive. Most carriers will not sell one without the other. Okay. So if you get collision, you usually are getting comprehensive coverage. So comprehensive coverage covers you, and it's usually the least expensive of the two, okay? Mm -hmm. So comprehensive is covering you, for instance, if something kind of runs into your car. A deer, a deer hits your car, that's comprehensive coverage, it's not considered collision. Uh, if a branch falls out of a tree and stars up your car, that's comprehensive. Hail damage is comprehensive. So it's something hmm. that is unavoidable 
that that actually comes to your car, you're not going to it. Okay. You understand what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, and you have to, and, and if you're going to have a collision, you got to have comprehensive as well. Oh, and okay. you know, liability is a, is the law. Yeah. But some people will just get liability insurance. They will say, well, you know, my car is not worth much. I'm just going to do liability to make mm-hmm. sure I'm, you know, abiding by the law. A lot of people will do just liability only. Um, but if your car, if you can afford <laughs> not to have your car insured okay that's that's good but most folks want that car insured so that if something if the car is destroyed for any reason you can go and purchase another car with the money that the insurance company is going to give you for your car okay um makes sense so okay um this is not a personal question but uh let's say for example teen drivers if you've got a child that's it's not personal. No, 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 not personal. No. No. Um, at age eighteen, which one is usually the best option? If you've got a teen driver turns eighteen, is it best to keep that child on as part of the family policy as long as they're a student? Or is it better for them to kind of venture out and establish their own policy, even if it's from a less reputable uh insurance place? It may be cheaper. No, what I recommend is that you would keep your teenager on your policy because <laughs> if that teenager, I know, but see the thing is, if that teenager has a policy by by themselves, uh-huh. the price is much higher. Oh, okay. So, so if it's if the teenager is on with their parents, it kind of will help to offset that increase in the premium. Okay, because you have responsible drivers. And then you have one that's a little more considered a higher risk. Okay, <laughs> so that kind of helps to balance it. But I like you how you didn't say irresponsible know, drivers. <laughs> you, there you go. So, so, so the thing is, so when you put them on them on a policy by themselves, it's going to be really expensive, really expensive. Okay. Listen, I have I have a twenty-two-year-old mm-hmm. and a twenty-six-year-old. And they are still on my policy. They do not have their own policies yet because they're still considered in my household. Right. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. And now I just, I'm glad you brought that up because that 26-year-old, hey, he's been kind of old. He needs to maybe get his own policy. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. It, it, it may be time for you to review that, Andrea. <laughs> life insurance because and I just want to say this this is my personal statement that I'm going to make GoFundMe is not life insurance I just want to get that out there Uh, uh, crowdfunding sites are not life insurance so talk about how easy is it for a young person to get life insurance 
very easy and I would recommend the younger you are usually the healthier you are mm-hmm. and I would recommend getting that insurance on a young person when they're young and healthy yes and let them keep that forever because as a mother you don't want to ever have to use that insurance okay because right. the insurance comes into play if the person passes away I would much rather have my child than the benefits from a life insurance policy Absolutely. right so Absolutely. so what we what I tell people and people don't like to hear this when they are young, I'll give you an example. My kids were, say, five and six. We took out $100,000 mm-hmm. on each one of them, okay? I would much rather have my child than $100,000, okay? Right. So we're hoping that they will be able to pass that on to their families. Oh. Okay, listen, we got it when they were young and healthy, and the premium was dirt cheap. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. And so that means they got $100,000. So now, in the meantime, my kids have come up with asthma. They've had other issues. That, that They will never have a premium that cheap again, ever. Right. Okay? But now they have it. They can keep it forever. We can pass it on to them and let them pay the premiums or whatever. And then if something happens to them, they can leave it for their families. That is generational wealth. That is generational wealth exactly what it is and let me tell you and i have tried to share this with people for many years and they just kind of don't want to accept that they just i'm like this is the best thing you can do for your family you are getting it for the next generation yes absolutely it is one of the best financial tools that's out here life insurance yes and i tell them get you a permanent plan that will last forever and you can maybe pay it up in 20 years or 30 years and you'll be done with it and they will have a, a set $100,000 that they can have for their family. Right. Mm. You know, yeah, absolutely. It's wonderful. But people don't want to hear that. And, and, and the thing is, so many people that I've spoken with think insurance is just for funeral expenses. No, 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 no. It's not just for funeral expenses. Of course, people do use it for funeral. Yes expenses but suppose um your child or something happens and that child may need um a down payment for a house or they have medical expenses i mean insurance can be used for all of those things so if something happens to me i want my kids to have that money not only take care of the mama with the funeral but still they may have extra money to help them out for anything that comes up you know, yes. I pray that they will be smart and know how to use the money and they won't just go forward and take a trip. But, you know, it can be used for a down payment on a house. It can be used for medical expenses. It can be used for uh, uh, buying cars or whatever, but it can be used and it is tax free. It is tax free. You don't yeah. have to pay taxes on that when it's in an insurance benefit. Wow. Well, that's great. Really passionate great. about that now. Yes. Really uh, we can tell. <laughs> no, but that's great. And hopefully some of our listeners will take yes. this and yes. run with yes. it. Yes. So as soon as that child is in the world, you need to make sure you can get as much insurance on them when they're young and healthy and let them keep it forever so they can give it to their, their you know, significant other, their spouse or their child. They will come prepared when they get married they already have life insurance that can can protect their families i love that yes Yes. generational wealth exactly that's what it's called Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah 
Well, I think that's a, a great, great tip to end our podcast today, Tanil. Oh, I mean, we, where can we go from that? I mean, <laughs> uh, that's that's awesome. Andrea, if someone wants to contact you and get more information, how can they reach you? Okay, so our office number is 731-772-9932. And they can also go to our website at www.goldencircleins.com. And they can ask a question there and somebody will return their uh their call they can contact us by the website also and can i just insert one more thing go ladies yes we didn't talk about earthquake insurance did we need to in tennessee (laughs) yes we do Uh oh i'm in trouble because we're we're close to that fault that's very dangerous in west tennessee west tennessee folks yes People feel tremors all the time. Yes. So earthquake is not automatically included in your policy. It's just like that flood insurance. So a lot of our customers have earthquake coverage. And it is separate. So please keep that in mind. Absolutely. Well, we were preparing for Insurance Awareness Day. We had no idea how aware Andrea was going to make us today. So, I know. I'm like you. I've got a little list going. Yeah, there's lots of stuff to check on this week as we get ready to celebrate on Sunday. So, Andrea, thank you so much for joining us. This information is valuable. So, thank you. And thank you to our listeners. Hopefully, you gained something from this conversation. And in the words of Mr. Bob Marley, oh, Sarah, I wonder if he had enough insurance coverage. <laughs> I don't know. He seems so laid back. <laughs> I don't know if he had the right coverages or not, but he would want us to live the life we love. And love the life we live. Take care, everybody.